shit, shit piss, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. What is your name, please? Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hi, you're Debbie. you're live on the show with uh, the captain, nobody, and peakless mountaineer. What's on your mind? And I'm guessing hey. that you're calling from somewhere deep in the south. You think? I think. Very good. No, I'm calling from South Carolina. And yep. the first today's the first day I've heard anything because I heard Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, Sean Hannity's show repeats on the weekend, uh-huh. and then I heard my congressman Ralph Norman. He mentioned something about. Um, he had introduced a bill um, to terminate the Department of Education at the end of the year, and I didn't know if that had anything to oh, do with this. Me. With uh, what? You know, well, it sounds like a great plan. Exactly. But, no, but what the, does it have to no, do like with? The, the Republicans oh, were talking plan. about uh, canceling the IRS. You know that's not going to happen. Wait, I'm sorry. What, and, well, they and always this guy's say they're going to do that shit the when they of can't. Education. You it's know when that's they can that they don't talk about it. I'm sorry, Debbie, what was the name of the, was it the congressman? Well, before I get to that. No, I'm sorry, what I, was I just, his name? What was his name? His name was Ralph Norman. He's oh, I Rockville. don't trust him immediately. He has two first names. <laughs> Ralph Norman. Hey. Oh, he's a, no, if I wanted any I, shit from you, I'd squeeze your head. If I wanted no, any lip out of you, I'd pull down your pants. <laughs> Ralph Norman is very, oh, I love Ralph Norman. He's very smart. He's a millionaire. The man knows what he's talking about. But my question to you guys See, is, for, I don't understand. I don't understand how Marjorie Taylor Greene, she said we would still be the United States and it wouldn't be a civil war. How would we still be the United States? Can you explain how? Yeah, we would. Hopefully hopefully we wouldn't. She didn't seem that bright. Like she was talking about a national divorce, but when you got down to the details, it sounded more like, you know, a national let's see other people or a national like on the way to divorce or maybe a national trial separation of some sort. Because, you know, she thought she was still going to use the fucking military to enforce shit. Um, that, that's not necessary. Each state can deal with their own shit. Um, you know, we tried having a federal government and we said, okay, we'll tolerate you motherfuckers if you leave us alone, except for shit dealing with the military. And that's, uh, you know, and, and, and like shit between the states. Um, and they said, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Fuck you. Yeah, they, um, they became the largest empire. We've decided yeah. that by between the states, everything. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think I think the several states can do a great job Debbie? Well, figuring that shit out. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? This is Creighton, the Conspiracy Observer. The Conspiracy Observer, okay. Conspiracy Observer. In was, England. Was, oh, I don't believe I was in it. Conspiracy Theorist. And everything I observe, everything I notice occurs. I'm just an observer. Yeah, they, um, they. I called in. They're running out of fake ones. <laughs> yeah, they are. The first uh, currency that was not related to an empire was actually nailed. Well, in the I, Roman uh, Republic re- related isn't really what I was going. At. I was going for transcends empire, right? And and gold obviously is one of them. Right, gold transcends, and you know diamonds. I guess you know precious jewels. Well, so the difference, though, and is girls. that gold doesn't eat the up empires. Hmm? Like uh, gold doesn't eat empires. Right, Fiat empires just does. dominate right. gold. Whereas Bitcoin 
something like that where literally the way that it works is by being perfectly open to everyone all of the time. Yeah. Like that doesn't, it's not like it doesn't touch the empire. No, it does. It just doesn't touch the empire the way it wants to be touched. <laughs> Bad yeah. And uh, I have a question. And the monsters hate it because privilege isn't privilege if everybody has it. What's your question, Crichton? Why is it that you guys might consider, no longer consider Bitcoin to be uh, because um, nobody uh, is uh, is a BTC minimalist. I, I was speaking for nobody but myself. That, but, mm, well, you're speaking uh, for nobody. Yes, I'm a BTC minimalist. And I would like right, to hear that theory. Is that the right word, um, the minimalist? Well, thing? yeah, it's, it's, it's like my least favorite uh, of of the well, major. Well, that's coin. not what okay. you said, Mister. You said um, I don't think it. Me- I don't think it m- meets the 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 description anymore. Oh yeah, well, there's lots of coin. Definition. Okay, Bullshit. every coin is is more or less distributed than every other coin. Doesn't mean it's not a coin, but but this is this is my issue with with Bitcoin. Um, you know, it's 2017. Okay. Uh, they've known from the start, or they should have known from the start, that they needed to be able to do more than seven transactions per second. Visa can do 30,000. Well, okay. it turns out... So, hang on. Uh, but wait, there's more. Um, so, so basically, they should have known that this was an issue, and they almost certainly did. Chances are there's a thing called a pound define in their code somewhere that with the block size in it, and it's just a number. And, and the way software is generally designed, you can just change that number, recompile your shit, and it still works with a bigger block size. Now, your mileage may vary depending on the quality of the code, but there's nothing in Bitcoin that shouldn't scale that easily. At first for the first scaling, because you're going from being, you know, a toy that somebody's developing in his basement to being in real use in the real world. And you need to do more than seven seconds for, per transaction. Okay. So... I, I so I then, but but let's let's get to the point of it. We got to 2017, and they uh, and and basically it was lagging. It was lagging as shit. Okay, the price was going up, but the fees were insane, and it was taking some transactions two weeks to get on the fucking blockchain out of the mempool. Okay, I had people calling me up and screaming at me. And I was like, I don't, I don't know why, why they haven't dealt Aren't with Aren't you Bitcoin, yet. nobody? Aren't that's, you Bitcoin? Because that's kind well, of well. I mean, I talk to like people about when it. a market finds the price for a thing, they test the water and say, "Can uh, we no, charge it's more this?" Than when the market oh, finds that does that. It's, it's oh. when it's okay. We'll charge reasonable. It's amounts when a thousand people try to march across your toy plastic bridge and it doesn't hold them up. And they fall in the fucking water and they die. Okay, so was, so when it got busy in, in 2017, they completely failed to fucking scale, and that's what caused the crash. Beard uh, talk live. Who the fuck is this? This is Nick from Louisiana. Hey Nick, welcome hey. to the show. You're on. Born with... in the Berkshires. 
<laughs> right underneath you all. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. on the show with Captain Nobody and Peakless. What's on your mind? Okay, yeah. Uh, I listen to you all occasionally. Now, they're going to take away my phone because all of a sudden I can't afford it for another month. Mm. But anyway, I worked ambulance service, and before that with SCA, post-Vietnam, joined another bunch of uh, Vietnam vets. We were in the SCA, Society of Creative Anachronism, made our own armor and sword and fighting and all that. But nice. we researched history, and I just finished reading a book again, that I read 33 years ago, uh, The History of the Franks. Gregory of Tours wrote it. He became a bishop. And St. Martin of Tours was a Roman soldier, um, became a bishop earlier and all that. But anyway, long story short, the Roman Empire split up in two parts and survived for another 80 to, what, 100 years? So uh, there would be an alliance if we split up into two parts. That, you know, if one's attacked, we'll probably go help the other one and all that. But, you know, everything else can be worked out, how many ports we're going to have, how the railroads would go <laughs> if they work. Sure. And uh, mm-hmm. we need a new FBI. <laughs> well, and In like fact, a, a new FBI, yeah. oh, God. No, no, uh, I, I, I thought he said FBI. Oh. Yeah, well, no, I said we need a new FBI. I would raise yeah. Bill and, and, and that's what why it's absurd. Uh, well, that's why it's absurd we're having Marjorie Taylor Greene talk. We're not even allowed to feather them. They're yeah. useless. Yeah. I know. Well, no, not only that. Like I said, is they, they don't even go to jail anymore. No, they don't. No, no. Thing. They they yeah. swear to God to witness that we will support the Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Take the part domestic and underline it, and nothing happens. You know. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I watched uh, like yeah, that I mean, trying trial. to. I, I'm trying to protect the like figurative Constitution, like the health of my nation of my people of my country of this like i'm trying to protect your health from the madmen that are attacking you from within that you you keep handing the spears to stab you with you you sound like you're hurt like i am when i'm seeing my country dying around me and the freedom i knew that was going on these people hurt by these monsters i freed a thousand slaves i mean you all freed a thousand more if they'd only known they were slaves yeah and they yeah i know but they were and the other side's laughing at us. Both. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I'm probably more conservative than y'all, but I know they're 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 fingering to both of us. You know, they're well, sticking a finger in our. So face. as a conservative, then, um, like it's my opinion. I was brought up, I guess, in a conservative. One of the households was very conservative, and that's I remember that most for their their po- political leaning. But um, like, wouldn't it be the most American thing you could do to be for? independence and for individual freedoms yes yes leave me alone look i'm one of the guys with two others who were refused medical school lsu tulane one of them at tulane told me straight out don't apply over here i'm not going to let you in you are you're a christ worshiper and you wear christ on your sleeve no i don't I, i thank where i how i got up here so anyway two other guys also one of them from vietnam time also but they they still doing it if you have any religious or all that i was even warned by one of the girls in the nursing school don't ever mention that you go to church if you're going to do an interview mm-hmm. so like i said that's going on this has been going on now for 30 years they look uh this is my opinion only yeah. all this crap started when they, they were sh- they started by killing kennedy way back then in 63 you know I'm, and piece by piece i'm right even, there with you I just I just finished watching an old black and white thing on a tape of uh, Sergeant Bilko. It was fifty six, fifty seven, and CBS put it out. 
And it was a comedy thing from the Army, and it was a piece and all that. But yeah. the point was that guys were joining the Army thinking the Army was like that. Now, we, this was a peacetime Army. So, yeah, you had time to you know go around and have fun and get a trade and all. The point being is that uh, after that, CBS took it off. After four years, successfully, the ratings kept going up because we started getting involved over in Vietnam. And you know, you know CBS is not for anybody in the military these days. Our capacity for empathy is our very ability to go, oh, I like, say, not being hungry. Mm-hmm. You are a thing like me. You must also like not being hungry. I do. Right. And that is a really sophisticated neurological expression. And being able to express it throughout the world at a low price, certainly to anybody, and have absolute uh, recognition of it throughout the world and a record of that, it's like a hack on human empathy. Now, do with it what you will, but here's what people value. Here's what they are hungry for. And holy crap, we have the ability to just feed everyone so much better and faster than we ever have before. I, I, I'm i with you, and I think that uh, having uh, multiple communities that produce things uh, in their own niche, whatever whatever that is, and then trading with other people uh, is the, the best way to get things done. And also, for the first time in history, uh, you can uh, build wealth yourself by serving your fellow man instead of crushing him, right. defeating him, or murdering him, and collecting it through that method. Yeah, the free market doesn't have to be a zero-sum game. Yeah, I mean, we're developing a technology that actually delivers on the promise of what we were told about money. Now, money is nothing like what they told us it was, even remotely. Right. But we do now have a technology that is exactly what they sold money to us as. I, I just, all, all this week, I was thinking about cryptocurrency transcending empires. And mm-hmm. I think that, like, because generationally, you know, two, three generations from now, I think cryptocurrency still exists. And, and I think it, you know, if there is such a thing as state-based currency in three generations, uh, it will just be uh, a token, literally, of, it'll just be a representation of what used to be. Well, so I think that there, okay, so we know for a fact that there's going to be different kinds of coins. Mm-hmm. And look, this is just more advanced technology. So sooner or later, there's going to be a variation of this that the states use. But they'll be, they'll be, market, uh, they'll be market participants in uh, providing force yeah. instead of monopolists in providing force at the time. Because you can't use everybody's everything to feed your army anymore well sure like mm-hmm. i i'm i'm with nobody on the uh, btc core team should have just gone ahead and bumped up the block size i'm i'm with him on that they didn't do that and so then we got the hard for web bitcoin cash which i truly believe is superior as far as a currency is concerned uh because it solved that problem that doesn't mean I'm not still interested in Bitcoin and I'm not still interested in Lightning Network and I'm not still so, interested in like Monero and privacy coins and I'm not still interested right. in like decentralized currency. I'm interested in all of this because I still see this as very young within the invention, right? We're in like the first six months of television. 
Right. Right. Like if you compare the cryptocurrency industry now to the television industry, you know, six months in after its birth, I yeah. think that's kind of where we're at. The fact of the mm-hmm. matter is that it is too early to tell who is right about what is the most effective way of keeping it decentralized. Now, we will absolutely mm-hmm. find out, but the fact is that we were making projections based upon our models. Okay, I think this is the best way to keep it decentralized. I think this is the best way to keep it decentralized. Now, if this one is actually the best way to keep it decentralized, then it'll end up drawing a huge market share because, hey, I can. Th- that's a really, really important part. Uh, like, that's the core of the technology is that you get to own this yourself and it can't be a permission system, which is what decentralization is. Right. So if if it turns out that a bigger block size provides better decentralization, then a little while down the road, that's going to come out and people are going to go, ooh, yeah, that was actually the point of this. Do you think that Bitcoin cryptocurrency as a whole won't see its peak value until there is some sort of a, a fall of, you know, say the United States, for example? I think that it is our one true hope for a nice, gentle landing. It is almost like they, they call it in the corporate world uh, the golden parachute. Yeah. When they when they hire these CEOs or, or whatever, uh, they say, okay, we're going to hire you, but uh, if we have to fire you, uh, we can do that, but we'll give you, you know, $20 million or you know five extra years of pay for you to just go away quietly. Uh, and they call that the, the golden parachute clause. It So that's not what's happening here, but... It is interesting that for the first time, mankind has sort of a way to shovel itself out of the fall of an empire-dominated currency. Yeah, a phrase that I I wish I could uh, do the Empire-created currency. But uh, it is not the sword to kill the Minotaur. It is the thread to find your way out. Mm. Yeah, I kind of look at it. uh, I look at cryptocurrency, and I kind of look at the freedom movement in new hampshire in the same way they're lighthouses man yeah you know you're in rough fucking seas man it's storming all over the fucking place you got to fight for your life on the daily or whatever and you just see this light off in the distance and you're like i i gotta go towards that light man you know it sounds like uh sounds like a place i need to be or something yeah. i need to look into you know and it it does feel like cryptocurrency is an oasis uh in, in ways of finance. <laughs> in some wild seas. And it's also shining light on the rocks. Yeah. So look, here you are, like, you're being tossed about. There's rocks. You just don't know where they are. Right. That's what the, the monetary and financial system that the entire world is in right now is like. Yeah. And uh, newsflash, that water's about to freeze. Flash freeze suddenly and you will be stuck. And here's this lighthouse showing you here's where the system is bullshit. I'm sorry, did you just bring it back to second winter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, go on, continue. Well, well no, I mean, what else are you going to describe the central bank digital currency? It's a prison, so it's going to freeze everything in place. You will be locked in a prison forever once you, the, once you accept the central bank digital currency. Or none of that could happen. Here's this golden parachute where we could actually... because. These fiat currencies, I mean, they fly too close to the sun, they're incredibly volatile, and they're designed to crash. But the people who are running them, like, they know this this cycle, and they are prepared for, yep, every now and again we crash and kill a whole lot of people and reconsolidate our power. 
And here's this one chance where, like, no, we we have a thing that actually flies. I have an alternate uh, acronym for CBDC. Citizen Brainwash Direct Control. Nice. CBDC. That's exactly what it is. But yeah, on the other hand, we could just use actual money. And it's doing all the things we want money to do. I, I am such a fan of cryptocurrency. And at the same time, I'm a fan of gold. Yeah. Like, particularly gold backs. Like, oh my gosh, another new invention. An improvement on the mm-hmm. age-old tradition of gold mm-hmm. being currency. And here's the thing. It's it's the two sides of human nature that are really, really valuable, okay? We've got tangibility and abstracts. I mean, if your head's too far in the clouds, uh, you won't get anything done. If you go too far in the abstract, you, you've lost touch, you know? Whereas, keep your feet on the ground and keep your head in the clouds a little, and you walk as a giant. So have something mm. tangible. I feel the gold in my hand. I see the sun glint off of it, and I know it for what it is. Like, have something that you connect your physical life to, but also have words, essentially. You know, the abstract that I can communicate across space and time. We've been uh, talking uh, cryptocurrency pretty heavy, and one of the things that I, I'm really curious about is which order is going to do what with uh, acceptance and uh, promotion. What do you mean? So, so like, on on pretty far on one side of the scale, uh, you've got El Salvador that's given it official government sanction. Yeah, that's now, unfortunate. Now, that is what it is. They are a bunch of murderers. But uh, that's definitely highly supportive. Now, mm. it's El Salvador, so not a huge amount of money going on there. So it is interesting. One of the things that just happened, uh, it looks like China is kind of giving Hong Kong the go ahead. We promise to mostly ignore your crypto crimes. Hong Kong. Yeah. Just Hong Kong. Yeah, just Hong Kong. One state, two sim, uh, two not two symptoms. Wow, that was nice and Freudian. Well, you say seems to. Does that mean two they, systems? They, yeah, they do, or they seem to like they're going to. They've uh, they've given uh, the green light to some amount of. Uh, I've got I've got an article on the subject. As a matter of fact, oh, I thought you were able to speak off the cuff. Oh, mm. well, so, so that's the thing. Do it they're a bureaucracy style, and an officious bureaucracy at that. So basically, getting them to ignore you is kind of the best you can hope out of the communist party. They're never going to admit that they're not regulating crypto. Come on, that'd be insane. They're communists. They're not allowed to not regulate things. What, and expose the public to that sort of a risk? They don't allow themselves to not regulate everything. Right. (laughs) Right. So they can't officially not regulate it, but it looks like they've basically given as much of a green light to Hong Kong, specifically, as they can. Better than giving it to King Kong, I guess. Yeah. Mm. which is wild because like i thought they had completely abandoned the very obvious like you morons you are concerned about the people who are wielding the world's reserve currency and you're not going to use the thing that eats reserve currencies Mm. i wish the the vacuum cleaner effect would speed the fuck up i really do but like (sighs) vacuum cleaners suck they well, really do, uh, but and what I mean by that is I I I wish that cryptocurrency would be 
uh, faster or increase their capacity to suck up the value of state currency. Mm. Uh, It can only go at the one speed that it goes. So, for example, BlackRock said, we want to invest this much in Bitcoin. And, I mean, not that you could technically do it, but that's literally more than Bitcoin was worth. All of it. Now, it wouldn't wouldn't happen that way if you tried to buy it all. You'd drive the price up ridiculously high. But that's why. It literally can't go at a different speed than the one that it's going. It's monetizing from zero. That happens in one way and one way only. Now, yeah, I get why you're pissed. Because every time that this massive flood of corporate dough goes in, it shoots it way beyond what it is actually worth at that point because it is monetizing at a pretty predictable rate. It shoots it way up and then it crashes, which slows down the entire process. But Which is why they do that. They can't help it. They're trying to literally monetize from zero. That's the only way that the financial system works is boom-bust cycles. So, yes, they're applying yeah. boom-bust cycle after boom-bust cycle to Bitcoin. I like bust. Well, Oh, we're, sorry. We are talking about crypto. Uh, bust is not so much fun in crypto. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of uh, in, in some amount of bust now. The SEC has just, like, mm-hmm. gorged itself yeah, on power. Every day I read about some new cryptocurrency company that, oh, SEC, oh, FBI, oh, the fucking whoever, you know, yeah. uh, looking at these guys, oh, they're going to, you know, and it's like. They're competing with big tech. They're competing with YouTube. Yeah, yeah. right, right. They're competing with our cronies who have bribed us. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and the SEC uh, has actually flexed the fact that, yes, literally everything counts as a security. Though it has value. Value is expected to grow or ever change. We control the value, not you, (laughs) is what they're saying. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's precisely Their view is that they own the fucking world, including Mm -hmm. all of the fucking people. Right. So they're just wielding this as a weapon to what they think is the least likely to obey them slavishly. And that's actually the fun part. That's the least effective target. Like, the more decentralized you are, the less effective it is at targeting you. And that's the thing that most annoys it. So when it can actually be effective, careful, you don't want to knock over Ethereum. That was very expensive to buy. It's a thoroughly bought and sold currency. Like, that one is fully compromised. And it was very expensive. Well, and they I mean, don't want to break they... it while they're destroying everything with mm-hmm. their uh, regulations. And if they're not careful, they'll accidentally break it. Because it can only target centralized accidentally? systems. Accidentally? Like, regulation only targets effectively central centralized systems. You can't mm. swat at gnats very right. well. Right, yeah. But yeah. you can hit the broad side of a barn pretty easily. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a fact. So that's what regulation ends up doing in terms of enforcement is the the more decentralized any of it is, the more it's trying to swat at gnats and the more centralized it is, which are usually the ones who said, please, master, don't destroy me. You own me. I'll do everything you tell me. And those are the ones that are most likely to get destroyed the more they regulate these things. Why is that guy Irish? Hmm? Why is that guy Irish? I, I I was failing at a childish voice. Mm. While trying to make fun of it at the right. same time. Anyway, you were saying? Was I? I don't know. Were you? 
Something I'll happened. I bet to you were. You right. tend to. So uh, the the most bootlicking and centralized are pretty much always the same thing. Like that that Venn diagram is almost a, a circle. So those are the ones that are most easily targeted by the ones whose boot they're licking. The yeah. ones who are least bootlicking, who are most decentralized, who are yeah. most fuck you, China. You gave me way too cheap of uh, of uh, damn powered electricity here. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Or whatever, like all of the little gnats everywhere. Okay, great. You shut down one guy over here. Do you? But they're all over. Yeah. And that's what happens when it is effective at decentralizing. So whichever technology most effectively decentralizes in that moment is what has the primary advantage against these enforcement monopolies. So they're literally the uh, the. Um, natural selection mm, yeah of this currency I, because uh, what you can't swat is what you can't swat yeah which means that's where it worked beard talk live who the fuck is this hey it's rob from vermont calling, bud. rob in vermont what's going rob. on rob how want, you guys doing we're good do you want to say All this right. you don't have to but do you want to say the seven words oh yeah Go we ahead. should do that that's the the Beard Talk Live preamble, right? It's it's just you, <laughs> the though. Preamble. Go ahead. I like that. Hmm. Well, I mean, I think that that's what it should be called, the Beard Talk Live preamble. <laughs> it's it's more of just the amble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, all right. So. We remain ready? ambulatory. Uh, oh, it's just you, Rob. You're Shit, solo. Fish, tongue, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Uh, I think you forgot fuck. Yeah. Try okay, again. well. Try it again. <laughs> there, oh, there it is. There you got it. Pinch, cunt, fuck, cocksucker, motherfucker, and dick. There, there we go. Right. Well done. There we go. Oh. All right. Forbid so, me to say something, will ya? You've earned a special <laughs> badge that's completely invisible that nobody will ever see. There you go. I see it all, all the right. time. So, so uh, weird, weird quick thought, okay, though. Well, Badges do look like beards. Ah. Uh, I know, right? How fucked up is that? Uh, not the not the old timey uh, Western sheriff ones. Yeah, with with like the the, the like no, swoopy swoopy. They mush, look like the, uh, the right side up and... Slayer pentagram. Oh, not the pentagram ones. <laughs> or hexa, whatever octa, whatever, hepta. The amazing thing is for for their size, it's like there's no safer place to hide after you've murdered somebody than behind a badge. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, Rob, what's on your mind? All right. So uh, before uh, I get into what I want, why I called, uh, I sent Peakless and Pope Nobody a link to a company called Smart Finance. <laughs> and uh, <Wow>. uh, <laughs> are they I the sister company to if Space could, Finance? If, if I could. Uh, asked to plug this company a little bit uh it's a multi-chain decentralized exchange but i sent you the links and uh if you have any questions you know uh these guys would be happy to speak with you but that's not why i called All right, I, I, call. I, I do love a, a good decentralized exchange so okay i love having so, a market for those all right so uh, I was doing some research. I, 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 you, Picos was talking last week on Free Talk Live about this new bot that came out, 
uh, Microsoft bot. You know, you can ask the questions and chat and GPT. Yep. Yes, and I, 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 I had to try this out. You know, but I didn't go ahead with that bot. I went and I did a different one. And the way this is laid out in this one here is there's like about 25 or 30 different categories, you know, like sales and and retail and travel and construction and agriculture and all that kind of stuff. And you can can ask it these questions and it'll give you the answers. And one of the icons uh, on here said, hang, hang on, really? it'll give you an answer, that's for sure. Yeah, hang on. What, what you're describing is what something that's been portrayed in science fiction since, well, I can remember science fiction, and that is the, the orb. <laughs> the right? orb. The orb. The all, the oracle, if you will, mm. right? the all-knowing Well, seeing, the orb is always uh, right, uh, Yeah, which yeah. is not the case with our, uh, with our electronic friends yet. No. All right, go ahead, Rob. Right. So, so anyways, you know, I had asked, I, I went into the legal part of the section in here. It's, it's the one that I picked, and and I asked it. I said, if I ask you a question, will you tell me the truth? You know, and of course it answered yes, and it wouldn't lie, and that would be honest with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the question that I had asked was, uh, how often does... Uh, misprison of felony happen across the United States yearly. Nice. And so uh, the que- the answer I got back was, uh, according to the Bureau of Justice of Statistics, if you believe them, uh, there were on average of eleven thousand misprison of felony cases. Uh, filed in the U.S. County Attorney's Office in 2017, the most recent year for which data is available. Hmm. Yeah. You know, and if you don't know what misprison of felony is, it's when the county attorney looks at a previous case and then they read through it and they see all of the nefarious thing that the previous attorney had done and they say, well, ain't nothing in the scene. We'll just move on, and then we'll make up our own story, you know? Or just don't say nothing at all, you know, which is like, well, it's being a silent cooperator. Hmm. So it's a particular and, kind of fraud. Well, it is. It's fraud. It's treason. Uh, it's, I mean, you could be charged with a death penalty with this. So here's my favorite form of democide uh, in the world today. Like, holy shit, give the devil its due. Uh, The Bank of International Settlement and the World Bank. So those two together control every international loan in the world, more or less. Right, I got you. Like, they are the big money bags on that. And every time they do... So, number one, they're just extracting an income from these countries because these countries have corrupt leaders. Oh, wow. You mean leaders become corrupt when you have politicians Mm. leading you? Yeah. Shocker. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So they make what's called... Kind of sounds like what's going on with Zelensky. Yeah. So they make... Yes, exactly. And so all of these countries make... Oh, yeah, man. Ukraine's like the most corrupt. Uh, But 
so all of these countries make these structural adjustments, as they call them. So, yeah, basically change your entire way of your society working. Oh, you've you've farmed this way forever? Yeah. Uh, don't do that anymore. Farm this way instead. Okay. Oh, does that destroy entire, like, crops of, like, oh, you've completely altered the landmass so that none of this is useful for anything anymore. But here are your shrimp. Bronze. Yeah. And, and, it's, a, it's a sad state of affairs, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, and the only way this can be called out is, <clears throat> you know, that the public has to, you know, they have to be more informed, you know, because the media is not going to share this. Mm-hmm. With well, them. that's where we're in luck, though. I mean, the people are more informed now than they have ever been. Like, they are abandoning corporate media in droves. Fucking hope it continues. the only people who watch CNN are old and dying. That's that's basically how it is. Like, even the the young lefties don't really watch CNN. They like to hate watch Tucker Carlson because, well, sometimes he's on his (laughs) shit. And the rest of the time we could be like, oh, isn't he the worst? Oh, my God, he's so bad. I never want to hate watch anything. Like, okay, you know who's really killing it? Fucking Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rogan's nailing it. Yeah. yeah. That's who has, like, the ear of people yep. and, is, and is considered a trusted source. International. Yeah, he would That's be your a, Walter Cronkite right, today. Yeah. yeah. Well, he mm. tells people the truth. He tells people, you He's know, at least what... trying to figure it out with them instead right. of, like, feeding right. them what he wants them to believe. Right. Well, you can't expect that fucking WMUR is going to tell you the truth. Right. It's funny how he's like yeah. Rogan kind of gives you the man on the street, but in a studio. Like, but that's the perspective that he kind of it well, feels like he brings. And that's the truth about you know, reality. You know, it's it's completely it. mysterious, and we're still figuring it out. So instead you of like pretending that, we know uh, everything, like a government you does, that, that, uh, that WMUR would have brought up uh, the guy that was killed in the prison up in Berlin, you know, a couple of weeks back. But uh, the guy I'm was about that. with this captain. The guy was in the prison system up there. He was doing a, a 60 to 120-year bid. Okay. He'd been convicted of child molestation, right? Yeah, yeah, so, that guy. But, but, no, hear me out now, okay? The guy says, check my DNA, check my DNA. And so the Innocence Project contacted him. Love those guys. And they were already set up to go and have his DNA test done. And before he could go, they broke his fucking neck and tear the skull in. Damn. Surprise. Yeah. But, I mean, so if the guy's innocent, you know, he died for nothing. Yeah. It was never even given a fucking chance. Welcome to the system. Yeah. Yeah. It hates you all. Yeah. It does. You know, it'll kill you all. I mean, those, it's like what I was talking about earlier, misprison of felony. You know, uh, if there was a murder involved in those cases and those files, those attorneys should be charged with murder. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, attorney, uh, so... uh, if we start talking about attorneys and what they can and can't do, then we have to recognize that, you know, they do what they do within the framework of 
the system, the second set of books that is mm. kept by and and written by the government themselves. And so I don't really want to travel down that road. Well, the problem is that just like any kind of celebrity, uh, the the ones that matter to those powerful circles never get charged with anything, or they never get more than a slap on the wrist. Whereas the ones that they want to take out, oh, every now and again, they'll take out one of their own just to keep the rest in line. The incentive to to move to a completely free market should be enough for regular people to go, oh, yeah, we should totally do that absolutely right away right now. It'd be nice. But I, I don't think that... Oh, I think that we proved that uh, 80% of people are not willing to live like that. They can't get over the fear. I think about how much well, more prosperous the planet Earth and the would investment. be. So, like, number one, there's a tremendous investment to live in a better world because you have to, like, admit that you have to learn the world over again. And that's a huge energy investment. But that's exactly what's happening, and there is no way around it. Currency is being digitalized. Now you can either learn the new landscape that we now occupy, or you can have that landscape imposed upon you. Those are the options. Either own your wealth and, you know, trade it with other people owning their wealth, or be in a mono-hierarchical control structure. That's the world that is presented. And... Hey, it seems to me that a significant enough percentage of us are learning this thing that is essentially viral in its uh, uh, structure, like figuratively speaking, like the the algorithm that it follows, it spreads just like any major technology in the waves that you were describing, like the internet, like the search engine. There yeah. are these technologies that spread in a very particular wave uh, that you could describe it as viral, like a viral video. Uh, and this is one of those technologies. Or a pop culture phenomenon. Right. Which is the original viral, right? Pop, pop culture actually is the first, you know, quote, viral activity, unquote, outside of viruses. But also I think that it's indicative of brainwashing, right? That, you know, the advent of breakdancing mm. brought about... Like like the I the school I was in had a, a seminar at break not a seminar they it was like a Thursday or something they're like okay everybody go to the gym it was unusual for us to go to the gym at the last hour of the day on a Thursday but we all went and they had they had hired some breakdancing troupe from the city and and you know they broke dance in front of us the past tense of breakdance uh, <laughs> and the next day. All of the kids, 85% of all the kids were dressed in breakdance clothing. I don't know how they had time to go home, mm-hmm. beg their parents to take them shopping and or create some outfit out of clothing they already owned to like show up the next day. I was not one of these kids. I was poor. So the next day I showed up at school just like I would every other day in my, okay, but everybody's dressed as a fucking breakdancer now. Right, yeah. it was creepy. Oh yeah, it was fucking creepy, yeah. dude. I was like, we Holy worship this fuck, now, man. Yeah, like oh, everybody's really. Un- and so I got on the train and I bought some breakdancing <laughs> clothes eventually. But I had to get so the I cheap made ones. Sure that I, I caught to, that virus, you know. But then I was like, wait, why it am to I- infect my mind so that I could also value this particular look? Yeah, no. Fads why am I are doing like, these things? Right? Fads are like a unit of value. So, like, and with a unit of value comes a belief. 
Yeah. Like the belief, oh, the belief is this picture is of a good fashion. Okay, now we believe that. All right, that means that this changes your structure. You value this, you take these actions, you go out, you buy that clothes. Okay, now you are in their little bit of culture, which, yes, it's a little culty. Cult, But that's kind of how value structures go because it's like, uh, it's kind of how loans work. Only in good, because every uh, every value has that as the other side of it. Yeah. There used to be a lot of hubbub going around about the chips. Right? Getting a chip in your arms so the government can try. Well, now we just carry one. Right. Right. It's yeah, we're the cyborgs. Magic, the magic no, no, rectangle. No. Think about this for just a second. Uh, all of these uh, girls on the internet yes. are a completely new organism. So a human female does not exist in more than one bedroom at a, at the same time. Mm. That's just not a thing that that organism is capable of doing. Okay. All right. We now have this combination organism of technology and woman so that a single woman is capable of occupying thousands upon thousands of bedrooms, private areas, simultaneously. It's a completely new organism. Okay. It's a form of cyborg. And yeah, it's all connected to carrying around these miracle rectangles. Is that not a reflection of market? Yeah. Right? I mean, like, uh, the uh, hot girls as a commodity. Well, we're experiencing what it is like to have your entire we- core of social function gutted. Does By that... raising children separate from each other in government gulags. Does that make hot OnlyFans chicks uh, a commodity? Does the They SC... have commoditized. Is their, the SEC uh, going to come after hot OnlyFans girls well, for security violations? They've commoditized their Security, attention. thank you. Uh, not commodity, security. Does that make them a security? Oh. And will the SEC come after the hot OnlyFans girls? If they feel like it. And, and try and demonetize them for, you know, violating some finance law. <laughs> well, that depends on how politically inconvenient the e-thoughts can make it. E-thoughts. That just sounds like a, in a science fiction world, that sounds like an evil alien race coming right? back to like a night. The e-thoughts it are on should. their way, right? Yeah. It should. This is an unnatural ability. <laughs> and then everybody thought the e-thoughts were gone, but no. They, they reestablished themselves on another planet and came back 40 years later. And just when we invented e-thoughts, now there's going to be AI-based pseudo-e-thoughts. Why not? Uh, I-thoughts? A-I-E? Oh. A-I-E-thoughts? Yeah. Uh, no. I can't. That's weird. E-I-E-I-O. Yeah. <laughs> Any hoozle. And on his farm, <laughs> he had some... Had Nervous some breakdowns. Well, so one of the things to keep in mind with all of this, though, is that we've basically performed the ultimate judo move. So the military-industrial complex sent us this spy device called the Internet. Yep. Like, they straight up developed it. Yeah. And they went, ooh, we could spy on everyone all of the time. Right, which they do. And then we know what information they're consuming. It'll be great. Yep. And... It'll help us choke off their information consumption later on. Awesome. And we absolutely turned it around on them and went, oh, the reason you were able to build this toy is because you had this structure. 
Goodbye. Goodbye, structure that only produces debt for everyone forever. Shouldn't have given us that spy device now, should you? It's a, it's a bit of irony. Hmm. It's a bit of irony that the thing that will destroy bureaucracy was created by a thing incubated uh, by the bureaucracy's military. Mm-hmm. Uh, still remains to be seen who wins. Well, okay. The the biggest threat to replace bureaucracy. Uh, it It's an inevitability. Look, certain technologies are too superior to not get adopted. Just and and fact. once you've so it's 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 basically a viral load. Once you've reached a certain point, like it's critical mass and it will spread throughout the entire uh, edible region. Just the thing the the fact that a thing exists that has the potential to replace bureaucracy brings such joy. Yeah. Right? Like, ah. Yeah, all of those things that sucked and everyone hates. Yeah. Dude, even the people doing that hate it. Everybody says. Even though they're wielding power, they still hate doing it. Everybody says, if you get rid of government, what will replace it? Well, nothing. How about we all just interact voluntarily and do mm-hmm. it through an advanced communication system uh, that does it faster and better than anything that's ever been done before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Ron Paul said, I mean, when they when they take out a cancer they don't replace it with something yeah right <laughs> right yeah yeah and you don't you don't take out most of the cancer right you don't right. take out 83 percent of the cancer you take out 100 percent of the cancer you don't leave Which, a little bit of cancer behind just in case you get invaded or something right? like that doesn't make any sense which is why it's absurd for a minarchist to compare the state to cancer yeah. like that sounds voluntarious to me like, yeah, okay, well, if you've realized that it's a disease, it's a cancer, and it is, yeah. what do we do with cancer? Well, we remove it entirely and make sure that it can't uh, survive and metastasize and move throughout the organism. Is it true that no matter what states do, governments uh, on planet Earth, no matter what they do, and banks too, states and banks, no matter what they do uh, to Bitcoin as far as like trying to hack it or shut it down or you know stop it in some way, that it only strengthens Bitcoin. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, in the long run, yeah, because they have to, you know, they, they it's, in order to manipulate it, they're pumping money into it. Mm. So, yeah, they can't do that without making some of us rich. Yeah. And the thing is, in this process, they're killing off all of the parts of it that need to die. It's functioning as the the natural selection process, which means every tri- every time you try to bullshit, this blows you up. Like they're actually functioning <laughs> as our immune system. Oh, this destroys you when you bullshit the market. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Like Sam Bankman Fried was really surprised because he thought this would work because it's exactly what they try in all of finance. Right. It's exactly what works perfectly in finance. I can't imagine why it didn't work in finance over here. Oh, because it's an actual market and you've never had market forces before. Yeah. Yeah. All of the bullshit is getting transferred. He was but the immune system is getting transferred too. So we will have a permanent record that, hey, remember when this bastard tried this with these things? Yeah. Yes, we do. We remember everything. We are still putting a little bit of money into FTT right now. There's a continuous blockchain of events. We sure do remember. So we can not make those mistakes again. 
this was a scam. This was a scam. It's it's like a, a virus blocker program. They, how does it how does it work? Well, we show you the viruses and say if you see this, it's a virus. Take but, it out. but that's what was said about you know like the book. Right? Oh, we can write things down now, so we will mm. never forget. But like you can't store all the knowledge, you know, human knowledge in one. Oh, head. what you can do is way better than that. What you can do is store enough of what gets told repeatedly to hold on to the repeated part. It's way more efficient. Like the part that is most meaningful, that like strikes a chord within us, is the story that we keep telling. Hmm. So it's way better because that ends up in a whole bunch of books in different ways. So then, yeah, plenty of books get destroyed in the process, but that story keeps going on. Uh, That's kind of not the point I was getting at, but like... Well, that's not Man- really... mankind says that whatever the next thing that records stuff, right? Media, right? Oh, this will trip because now we'll be able to remember what happened. Like, uh, how, mm, I guess, how does cryptocurrency make sure it remembers? Right? Because humans will forget. We learn from yeah. the past that people seldom learn from the past. We, the caller that we had a little while ago said, Hey, I was reading this book for the second time, <laughs> right? Because, mm-hmm. like, people forget. Because the value is based on having a complete record. The way that you Uh, prove you mind this thing is that you say, see, here's the entire record. Because that's the lovely part about the fingerprint. So you you go, see, I proved that I have the record. Otherwise, I couldn't give you its fingerprint. Okay, you do, in fact, have the record. You checked the entire record of events and you proved that you did the extra work. So a sequence of events is attempted and fails, uh, and the, the the blockchain stores that as an event, and when those events are attempted again, it says, nope. So, it... it Am I oversimplifying? It basically gives you 2 o'clock and all's well. 2.10 and all's well. Like, okay. it just keeps verifying. It gives you a check. And Every single transaction so just the is fact linked that it's, to a verification. Just the fact that it's a, that yeah. it's still active is, right. is proof of it. Right, which means that you still have the entire history. So if we need to look through it, well, we just go to the people mining. They have right. to keep a node. You have to keep a node on, fire to, on file to prove that you have the node to mine the damn coin. In Star Trek, uh, I think in all of them, but uh, more so in like the next generation on forward, they, they interacted with this... Invisible computer aboard the ship. Mm-hmm. And they would say, mm-hmm. computer, blah, 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 blah. And the computer would reply or say, yeah, it's done oh, yeah. Or, or whatever it is, right? Downright magical. So what Literally if... Literally created life on a couple of occasions. Like sentient life, no less, in the holodeck. Mm. What if that's what chat GPT is or things like these these AIs? What if it's just the voice interface between mm. all things networking? cryptocurrency information right transactions right what if that all it is is just the voice interface the the vi hmm. right not the ui hmm. right but the vi maybe it is the ui or the uvi right the user voice interface right because hmm. you can ask it questions you can put it in voice mode yeah you can give it a voice and it will it will read shit back to you in a voice yeah hmm. and if we know anything about the... Uh, Which is fucking amazing, by right. the way. That, like, oh, now we've entered the time when you can just ask the computer a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you could just say computer, and like, it, it started with like... And sometimes the answer you get is correct. Yeah. Right. Now, uh, it's... 
like Alexa. I can and, literally uh, talk to a set of rocks, and it will tell me facts about the world. <laughs> In caveman speak, yeah. Right. Echo. Yeah. It's what it is. Like, this is a bunch of rocks. I, 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 I had someone apply fire to them in just the right way. Hibbledy bibbledy. I talk to them and they tell me facts about the world. That's a thing bibbledy. now. That's the world that we live in. I think hibbledy bibbledy has to be our vocabulary <laughs> word of the day. Uh, I, just can't, I can't let that one slide. Hibbledy bibbledy. Hmm. I mean, how good. much... How much do you know about the process of making microchips and putting them all together into a circuit board? I really don't want to explain the process. It's really complicated. All I know about that is that there used to be a big processor, and then they made another one the same size. And then they took those two processors to go ahead and make one half their size. And then they made a few more of those, and they used all of those processors to make more processors half their size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's how technology works, and it's how thoughts work, is that we make tools to that use ethos. tools. So, like, uh, your, your words especially are tools to wrap around phenomena in reality. Okay. And you use those tools to make other tools. Yes. Okay. Now I can be more articulate and talk about a more specific part of the phenomena of reality. Right. Oh, you want to build a house, but first you should use that hammer, nails, and saw to build yourself a couple of, well, sawhorses, so you can easier and more efficiently build the house. Yeah. Build a tool to do the job. To yeah, It's hard to get a real horse to stand still. Yeah. Yep. Especially two of them, so you can cut a board. Mm. Yeah, it's refinement through repetition. Yeah. Yeah, it's how language works. It's how uh, technology works. Now, like uh, Alexa and uh, what's the other one? I'm forgetting Siri. Siri, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't like those bitches. No, I don't like those bitches um, neither. Uh, the the Google one on Cre- Google Maps? Creepy spies that work for some of my least favorite quasi-government agencies. I call I call the voice on Google Maps Karen. Um, I cuss at her a lot. <laughs> uh, because I don't like to cuss, particularly at women. But uh, because, you know, I just I don't do it to men either. But like with men, Stop I can at telling least, me what to do. I can at least more freely cuss without being like, you know, scrutinized and like like the lady who hung up on. I us know. Later, right? Right? Uh, OK. But hmm. like I enjoy cussing <laughs> and uh, I, I like to use it in my speech frequently, too. I think it has an absolutely necessary place. Sometimes you need emphasis. And look. Your brain has a particular structure, and we need all the colors of our brain palette. Sometimes I want you to go to lizard brain with me because I'm emphasizing some shit. Thanks to all of our listeners and our callers tonight. This has been Beard Talk Live. Thank you, Peakless. Thank you, nobody. Thank you, Captain. Peace.